0: Welcome to Conversations with Christopher, with world-renowned psychic, spiritual teacher, and healer, Christopher Reburn. Visit Christopher on his website at www.reburn.org to schedule a private reading with him, view tour schedule his spiritual audio CDs, and much more. Whether you are a spiritual beginner or a spiritual warrior, Conversations with Christopher is geared towards your continued spiritual learning and development. And now, please welcome Christopher Reburn. Hey everybody and welcome to Conversations with Christopher. I'm Chris, your host, Christopher Christopher Reburn here. Hi. Our intro without the music, <laughs> first time for everything. Uh, that was a great intro, and thank you to my my folks who put those voiceovers and stuff together for our intros. We're working on brand new uh, intros for the show, which we're going to be launching at the beginning of the next year. So lots of fun stuff on the way. Today I want to talk about Psychic Children. Um, once again, this has been requested by many of you, uh, my faithful listeners who listen to me, I uh, have many of you've been listening to me for years and I'm so thankful uh and a big shout out to everybody who showed up at my Facebook live event last Saturday. We blew that out of the water. I'll tell you what, more people came. We couldn't we just couldn't believe how popular and how great it was. So thank you all for adding your individual bit of great greatness and grace. To that special day because there's going to be a lot more coming up. We're going to do more of those Facebook Live on camera uh, shows and chats and fun stuff. And the next one I'm going to tell you all right now um, is going to be mid November, and we're going to, I'm going to answer a spiritual. that's going to be a spiritual Q&A. We're going to I'm going to answer all of your questions about spiritual spirit guides, angels, the other side, the all of those questions I'm going to answer, and uh, of course I'll be giving some VIP passes. Uh, winners uh, the opportunity to ask me a personal question during the event just like we did last time so it's going to be lots of fun a big shout out to all of you uh who are being so patient with me i'm a little bit behind in my email readings but i'm working on them every day to get them caught up so thank you everybody for having patience with me uh those of you that are being a little bit impatient just check yourself check yourself before you wreck yourself (laughs) All right, um, so we're going to take a brief moment of silence before we begin today and send lots of love and blessings and good energy out to the children with gifts, the psychic children, the little mediums um, that are waking up every day and our beautiful children and, the, and younger adults. So we're going to stop for just a moment and send everybody who's waking up spiritually the support and the confidence that it takes to continue the journey once you begin to open up. So we're going to think of the children today, and we're going to talk about them, and I'm going to share some ways for parents and loved ones to encourage the continuation of spiritual gifts within the young and gifted. So if you'll join me for just a quick moment and take a brief moment of silence with me as we send some of love and good energy and support to all the children, to all the kids with gifts, and then we'll start our show. Well, i don 't know about you, friends, but it sure was a cold morning for me this morning it 's getting that time of year here in the south in in South Carolina, and deep in the mountains where I live, far, far away from most people and most things which i 'm so happy about. Thank you for joining me today let 's talk about psychic children. Uh, we're going to, I'm going to talk about how parents and loved ones can encourage their spiritually developing children and youngsters and also how parents can help their kids cope with a gift and, and so much more. And I've done a lot of discussions on psychic children over the years, and I'm happy to do this again. This has about, been about four or five years, I think, since the last time. Uh, I did a show on psychic children. I'll have to have one of my team Christopher historians go back into my archives and see exactly how long it's been, but it's been a long time. And I wanted to start off the show by asking the question, and I talk about this in one of my classes and on my Psychic Children CD, why are children gifted? Why are children gifted? They're gifted because they're meant to be. They're meant to come into this lifetime to have a purpose, to help other people, um, not every I believe everybody is born very gifted, but not everybody's meant to become that you know I believe a lot of people are, are born psychic, other people are born healers, uh, other people are just born very very spiritual and full of light and love, um, but not everybody is meant to become a psychic in life and, and, and to do what so many of us do. Um, If everybody gifted from birth became a psychic, who would clean our Burger Kings in the middle of the night? Who would clean the hotels? Who would deliver our newspapers? You think about those things. Um, Children are so innocent, and they can see things that adults typically can't, because sometimes adults will think, oh, there's something in my eye must have something in my eye i must have looked just right that couldn't have possibly been a spirit or a ghost or a loved one coming to visit so spirit so children uh, the great thing about psychic children and kids with gifts is they still have the light in their eye most children have not had their heart broken yet they have not they don't know how hard and cold and difficult this world is yet not yet, they don't. They still, have, they still have their innocence. They still have that beautiful light in their eyes that we never want them to lose. But because of all those things, um, they are the most perfect barometer for activity and psychic awareness and, and even, even furthering their own inner mediumship development. I'm working, with, uh, I'm working with a lovely woman, and her young son is a very active medium. And he's seven years old, and he's still embracing. But it's unbelievable the things that this young man can come up, young man can come up with. Um, so I believe that children can see a lot, and a lot of children don't always feel comfortable to share what they feel, especially if the household is unsupportive or if there's a lot of chaos in the household uh, or if the child has already been told to be quiet, which is very scarring. Um, very, very, very scarring. I had a woman call me last year and she was so upset because she regretted the decision she made the night before when her child came to her crying and, and described a ghost, a, a spirit that was very uh very close to definition of her grandmother who had passed away some years ago before the child was born and she just didn't want to talk about it, so she told her child to be quiet and Don't talk, you know. So she called me the next day and she says, how do I go back and have a do-over? I thought, you know what, you are a great mom, you know, to realize that maybe that wasn't handled the best way and to request a do-over and kind of go back in time and encourage the child to talk more about what they've seen and what they experienced because all it takes is one parent or one person to tell a child with gifts to be quiet or don't talk about it or you're making it up or a number of different things. And that's all it takes. And and that child is scarred spiritually for life. And people don't understand how sensitive children are when it comes to their gifts and wanting to embrace them. And that's why it takes a really good, strong parent to understand that there's nothing wrong with a gifted child. I think it's kind of, pretty awesome to have such a high level of a psychic psychic barometer in the house when someone knows about uh, impending danger or doom or gloom or problems or safety warnings, storm warnings. So I always encourage parents to encourage their children to embrace their gifts, to embrace who they are spiritually. Why not? Why shouldn't they? We don't live in 1950. We don't live when where people are still burning people at the stake for this sort of thing. So I think some religions, there's huge problems with some religions and some parents accepting what their children are seeing. But sometimes we have to take a step behind, a step beyond religion. We have to step beyond the Bible. We can't always look to that book as everything to do and not to do. I think sometimes we have to think for ourselves and make opinions and decisions based on what works for us, not what works for every other family in the world. So don't forget about that. So, uh, friends, thank you for joining me. We're talking about psychic children. This is Christopher Reburn, and I'm so thrilled that you're joining me today to talk about this and hear more about um, psychic children There's so many new souls that just can't wait to get into life. There's so many new souls here that that are so many new souls on the other side that just cannot wait to come into life, to be born, to experience life again and again and again until they learn what they need to learn. Because I think that's why we're all here, to learn different things. And this is why I don't believe in experts. This is why I don't believe when someone calls themselves an expert. They know everything. That doesn't exist in our world. If somebody knew everything they needed to know, they would be dead. There would be absolutely no reason why they would have to continue living life. They would have learned everything. They would have completed their chart. They would, it would be time to graduate, just as I talked about on camera over the weekend on uh, my Facebook Live uh, event. So there's, there's many reasons why. Um, hey, Shiner. Shiner says hi, everybody. big hi to Shiner. It's really cold here today. you do not know what to make of it. Um, we're, we're, yes, yeah, so um, he just came out and just wanted to say hi, everybody. So we're going to continue on. And thank you for listening, everybody, today, wherever you are in the world. Thanks for tuning in. And thank you for those of you that have been listening for me, listening to me for a long time and those listening to me for the very first time today. A big shout-out to you and welcome, welcome, welcome to Team Christopher. I want to talk a little bit about difficult births and children that come in uh, with a bit of chaos right at the birth. Difficult births, difficult pregnancies. Um, a lot of a lot of children who, who who overcome difficult pregnancies and are born healthy often do come in supercharged with gifts. Um, and one of the things that my guides told me a long time ago is that children up to the age of four can go home anytime they want. They can leave anytime they want up to the age of four. And I've I've mentioned that before, and some of you have come back and said that that's what your spirit guides have told you also. So a lot of us seem to agree uh, on some of that. There's so many new souls on the other side who want to come in, and they're scared. They're very scared. Because they see what's going on. They see what was going on in North Korea. They see what's going on in our country, in Washington, throughout the world. They see all the chaos. And a lot of spirits are very scared. They make the decision to come through. But sometimes at the very last minute, these new souls, these baby souls, will be so frightened that they won't come through, which often can result in in some form of a, a miscarriage for the pregnancy. Now, this doesn't happen with all miscarriages. Some miscarriages are naturally occurring, and others, there's other reasons behind them. Not, not every I don't want to get too deep into this because this is going to open up a lot more questions, and I don't want to focus all on this today. I just wanted to talk about it because it does happen. I've had many cases where um, a woman has lost her child, and it was based upon the spirit the soul not wanting to come through because of fear. Um, and yet there's other souls that will jump at the chance to, to, to come through to learn because despite how difficult and chaotic things are, it's prime time to learn. I think whenever things are a little bit difficult and challenging, that's the best time to be born. It's the best time to raise a child when things are difficult, when there's no money for iPads or iPods or expensive cell phones could you imagine what 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 our families would have done if we spent $1000 on a cell phone 20 years ago that's what they're charging now for some of these things um so it it's just one thing after another that we have to be careful with the children because i, I especially with cell phones and and child predators and people out there we have to be so careful now they're have been different cases I've worked with with different clients where they've had a miscarriage, but that child has come in again uh, later on in a different pregnancy. So that does happen. I just wanted to touch base on that. But this is a, a, a very difficult time in the world for a lot of people. Of course, as we're getting into the holiday season, it can be a very bittersweet uh, time of the year for many people for very different different reasons. But people want to know, why are so many children being born now when things are so difficult? Well, that kind of goes back to what I just said, because it's a good time to learn. When things are so chaotic, there's a lot of learning for children. Children need to know that that, that, that life can be difficult, that it's not always going to be about video games and and, uh, iPods and, and devices and things like that, that they've become so habit-formed, which I blame the, the, the manufacturers and their marketing for most of that. Um, there have been certain cases that I've worked on where different life-threatening illnesses, let's say, let's, see a, let's say a child comes in very healthy and then all of a sudden they have a life-threatening illness early on in their life. Well, that has been known to wake up different gifts within a certain child. Um, within certain children, that has been known to wake up certain gifts. Um, I've known certain children who have advanced to adulthood who were abused, molested, raped, uh, even some were kidnapped, uh, it, it suffered horrible experiences when they were younger. But it strengthened them into who they are now, not saying that they should have went through that because nobody is put here to be abused or molested or raped or murdered or kidnapped, uh, but i've noticed that the emotional side of some of the the children, some of the adults young adults who this has happened to, it has brought brought out their gifts more. It has strengthened their belief in themselves. Children who have night terrors this is something really this is something that really does connect to gifted children, a lot of very gifted children who can see the future, who can connect with the dead. A lot of gifted children have nightmares and night terrors, and some of them can be absolutely heartbreaking uh, for the children to, to, to go through and to experience. Um, whenever a child wakes up in the middle of the night and comes in and yells to mommy and daddy that there's a monster in the closet, uh, I think everybody should believe their children when they say things like that because a, monster, a child seeing a spirit for the first time, it could scare them into thinking that it actually really is a monster, but it really isn't, but they don't know how to express it. So that's where the monster in the closet comes from. Um, when a child comes running into mommy and daddy crying uh, that they've just seen something and a, child, and a parent doesn't believe them, that's that's being a horrible parent. That's being a deplorable parent on every level when a child is so emotional and so scared, and then they're told to go back to bed. There's no monster. Go back to bed. That's terrible. That's, that's, some people don't deserve to be parents. Any ghosts and spirits that are in your house, if you have an active house, uh, and let's say you've never had any active spirits in your house, and then you had a child, and then you had children, and then suddenly there's been activity. Not surprising. Spirits are very, very careful with children, and they look after them. Um, Some spirits and spirit guides and angels and different spirits and ghosts can become very protective over children, especially if it's a loved one in heaven that passed over. So I always encourage parents to take time out at least once a week, preferably on a weekend, just an hour or so to talk with your child, to talk with your children, those that are gifted and that have things to say, that see spirits, that feel different things, that they can't explain, but then they end up happening and it comes to fruition and freaks everybody out in the house. It's good to have them write in a diary if they are of age enough to where they can and to keep track of their thoughts and especially their dreams. Always encourage your child to talk about their dreams Because a lot of dreams that children have are actual astral projections, and we know what that means. That means out-of-body travel, out-of-body adventures that they remember in the form of a dream the next day. You know, I've talked really a lot about this recently, and I've always considered dreams and astral projections to be very much the same thing. We go out of body at night, and we astral project, and then we remember that, those episodes, those events, the next day, and it comes to us in the form of a dream. Those dreams that we have, visiting loved ones and dead friends and loved ones, those are real. Those are actual, very genuine, real spiritual reunions that we experience genuinely when we are out of body. um a child's first encounter with a spirit can be very frightening uh for some children, and other times it can be very natural. Other times the child can feel not afraid just just very much embraced embracing um many children have have an invisible friend many children have uh, a friend that parents can't see. And a lot of time that is their guide, or it could be one of their angels, or it could be a spirit in the house that just feels connected uh, in a paternal or a maternal way to uh, that child. And if you live in an active home or if you've lived in a home where there's been many families that have lived there and died there, um, the children can see things that we can't, and they can experience things that we can't. And it's very hard, especially if they're very, very young. It's very hard for them to put into words what they experience, that's why parents have to be so delicate and careful when they do share information about how they feel and what they're feeling and experiencing. That parents don't discount that or make them feel like make them feel stupid. And some parents have and still do, which drives me crazy because I just don't understand why a parent would be so unsupportive. But again, a lot of this has to do with religion, and and some some people just can't. They just can't rise above that. They just have to obey what they feel is the best thing for them to do. If you've got a very active child, a very active young adult, and and there's a lot of electronical issues in the house, Um, I I know of somebody a long time ago. This mother called me. She didn't know what to do. Her child was constantly crashing computers, anything electronic. She could not keep electronics in the house. It was impossible. Because everything this child would constantly, and I remember his name was Ronnie, Ronnie from North Carolina, Ronald, a little Ronald, um, and he was so, his kinetic energy was off the charts, his energy was unbelievable, Uh, I've never met anybody to this day that had, that could do things that whose energy could manipulate electronics like that—it it was unbelievable. It was—I it, went and, and spent a day with him and his mother years ago, and I'll never forget that kid as long as I live. Um, the powers of an active child and a young adult—even uh, young adults—can be very, very, very strong, and it's totally, it's totally, um, it's totally when you can hear. Um, your children speaking if you if you hear your your children speaking to someone and you can't see them let them keep speaking don't interrupt them let that let that experience continue and then perhaps after the child is done and moves on to something else you can take a break and experience that with the child and say you know what was that what did you just experience who did you just speak to what did they tell you you know encourage the communication Unless it's a situation where it's a difficult spirit or a negative spirit, you know, which that happens sometimes too, but not often. Normally children are very, very well protected. Friends, we are getting down on time. I hope that you're enjoying this chat. It's been a wonderful chat for me. We've got about six minutes or so left. I'm going to keep talking. I've got lots more to do. Um, Right about the time a child learns how to read, is when the, the spiritual age of awakening uh, starts to happen, when, start, when gifted children really start coming into their own and putting the pieces together and understanding this is life. This is, this is not unusual. This is not strange. But not everybody can do it. Um, there's more psychic children now than there ever has been before, and more parents are embracing their children, their gifted children, more than ever before. So I think all of that is really good, and we need to continue doing that. The teenage years of a, of a, of a gifted child, the teenage years, especially puberty area, that, that particular time is can be very, very active. The gifts can be really coming into play very active. Um, that's when people, children, can be at their most hauntingly accurate uh, to where they can pinpoint when someone's going to come to the door, when someone's going to ring on the phone. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable at, at that particular age. If, if you believe that you have a child uh, or a young adult that is gifted, they probably are. And, and there's so many different ways to help children and young, young adults embrace their gift. Just spending a little time helping a child uh, tune into their gifts, asking them questions about what they're experiencing and how, and how they're feeling. I think having a daily spiritual prayer time uh, or a spiritual devotion, a weekly discussion time with gifted children is is absolutely important and and ask questions a lot of questions and like I said, encourage the journal writing. Um, encourage your children to meditate and clear and cleanse their energies as often as they can, and let them know that you are accepting of who they are, and you are accepting of what they hear, what they feel, what they see. Because lacking a powerful support system can doom a child right from the beginning. And just it just has to be dealt with very, very delicately. And as children begin to share what they've seen, they have very different ways of describing what they fear or what they hear and see and feel. And many children receive messages from the other side because the other side in a child's eyes is home. It's their home. They haven't found their home on this side yet, but they still remember their home, their place on the other side where they've just come from. Every gifted child, every psychic child, every all the kids with gifts, all the parents I've ever spoke to, I've always... I've always told every single person one thing in particular, and that is have your gifted child get into painting. Have them start painting pictures, and you will be surprised of what they channel through. I always think of people, painters are wonderful channelers, Uh, Picasso and Van Gogh and Dolly. I always think that some of the finest painters of our time were phenomenal intuitives and phenomenal channelers, because when you're painting something, you're channeling you're channeling the vision from 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 your channel through onto the canvas so that's a that's a concept to think about and there's there's so many children who are good at automatic writing give them a piece of paper and a pen and they will put out as much of their emotions as they can possibly possibly communicate Friends, I have enjoyed speaking with you so much today, and I really hope that you'll give me an opportunity to speak with you tomorrow as well, because tomorrow at noon, same time, I'm going to be leading a discussion on how to develop your psychic ability further. Again, this is another discussion uh, that, that my listeners have requested that I speak about, so I'm very excited about that. I'm also going to be doing shows in November about uncovering your hidden abilities, because so many of you are gifted and you have no idea what gifts you have. We're going to talk about uncovering hidden abilities soon. Uh, I've also got a show coming up on Halloween. It's the first time I've ever done a show on Halloween by myself. (laughs) I always normally either have Jenny Stewart or I have somebody – with me. So this is the first time I've ever done a show by myself. It's Christopher Reburn's Spectacular Halloween Show on Tuesday, October 31st, 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. to my friends and family and beautiful people in the UK. You can take a look at my website at www.reburn.org where you can book readings, visit my prayer and healing circle and look at my schedule and everything that I'm up to. Uh, also take a look at my Facebook page and my Twitter page because I, uh, we update the Facebook and social media every day. We try to, to, to bring you inspiration and to bring you up to date with things going on in my world. Friends, I send you all my love and a big hug. Um, stay warm. Take care of each other. And spend time for yourself. Don't forget to take care of yourself. I know so many of us are always very worried about taking care of others but sometimes we forget about putting ourselves on the list of things to care about so don't forget to put yourself back on the list if you've temporarily forgotten friends thank you so much for joining me today and again please take a look at my website at reburn.org and please come back tomorrow and we're going to talk lots about developing your psychic ability and on itunes check me out on itunes Uh, because there's hundreds and hundreds of these episodes that I've recorded. This is season 10. We just started our 10th year, season 10, and I'm so happy that so many of you have been with me for all 10 seasons. So this is such a beautiful, beautiful anniversary to share. Until next time, take care of each other. I love you all. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for having my back and keeping track of me. I send you a big hug, all my love. Lots of healing, lots of warmth, a big smile, and all my heart. Until next time, take care of each other, friends. I love you all, and good day.